Welcome to the Kylie King Show, Meet Me at the Barricade. I'm your host, Kylie Morgan, and I'm coming to you from Fremont, Indiana with the lot themselves. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Louisiana Lot Lizards. Hi. How we doing? That's, mi- that's like the most bizarre thing I've ever heard in my life, that someone was coming from, fr- like, I'm from Fremont. Yeah. Like, this is my home. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, the like... I didn't start Lizards until like well after high school. So like those two worlds colliding is kind of bizarre in my head. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <But> anyway. <laughs> We're missing a couple of people. Yeah. 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 Um, so why don't you guys introduce yourselves? Tell us who we're missing and uh, how you became a part of the Lizards. Mm-hmm. And um, one super funny quirk about you. Oh. Uh, well, right now we're missing Adam Araki. He plays guitar. And our new bass player, Nelly. But I'm Joey Kaufman. Uh, I play guitar and sing. Uh, super... F- uh, I don't even know what a quirky thing is. Right. Or something funny about you. Something that, like, looking at you, I would never have guessed. Or oh, never okay. I uh, I can one-hand clap. Oh, shit. That's more of, like, a stupid hidden That's talent. That's super thing. weird. I, I wouldn't know that. <laughs> like, this man is um, a two-hander. Uh, all right. You get both going. Vaguely like <laughs> oh, there you go. I wouldn't recommend doing that. <laughs> Just get on stage. <laughs> That's so I don't like, play guitar anymore. Like, this is, yeah. <laughs> Body uh, percussion. <laughs> what's that called? Like ham boning. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> the resident ham boner. <laughs> Oh god. Uh, okay, so um, I'm uh, Matt Sevatowski. I uh, started playing drums. How long ago was it? In Lizards? Yeah. Yeah, no, how long? When did I start yeah. playing drums? Uh, I don't know the answer to either of those questions. <laughs> I was like, what, like September, August of last year? So that had been like how many months? Like six months? Has it already been six months? Feels like a lifetime. Right? <laughs> Feels like you've wow. been here forever. Yeah, so I just started playing drums for these guys for a second. Um, weird thing about me. Uh, I know it's a super awkward question. I don't give you any time. so you No, just it's like, okay. Uh, yeah. it's like you're, what? Just, you're just coming out swinging. I appreciate that. It's a quality artistic decision. I actually honestly don't know what I would say. Uh, so, I feel you. I play in a hardcore <laughs> band, but like my favorite artist by far of all time is Bjork. Yeah. I worship Bjork. That's, <laughs> so That's there quirky. You go. That's pretty quirky. Yeah. <laughs> what are your uh, different backgrounds in music? Were you band nerds or did you? Um, I, no, I was like just hyper. <laughs> I was bouncing off the fucking walls and my mom, it would have been Christmas uh, in, the, well, I was in the second grade and my teacher had like a meeting with my mom because they were like, we got to figure out a way to like get this kid to chill out because I was like just tapping on everything and stuff. Stimulate yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When I was like into skateboarding and like riding bikes and shit at the time, but um, I was also definitely into a lot of like the music my mom would put on. Like I have a Hispanic mother and there's that stereotype of Hispanic mothers that like when they clean, they just put music on and like, you know. Clean the whole yeah, house. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, there's like a, there's like a dance to cleaning almost. And um, I remember being around all that when I was a kid and, and my dad was also into a lot of like hair metal and stuff like that. So it was always around 
and I associated it a lot with other things. And, um, so yeah, when I, when I was bouncing off the walls, um, my second grade teacher actually recommended my mother get me a drum kit and she did. And well, she like worked at Walmart. So she got like the discount and I I got like one of those like first act, like baby's first drum kits. Mm -hmm. And, uh, yeah, I, that's where I started. And then, uh, like three years after that, I really wanted to start playing guitar and, uh, do you guys remember Sam Goodies? Like the they're kind of like Fye. Like it those, sounds like, familiar. It's like a yeah. little Best Buy. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, we had one in the next town over, Angola, and my dad bought me a guitar from Sam Goody for Christmas, like when I was in like fifth grade. And I took a few lessons after that, and then just kind of self taught from there. So okay, that's where I got started. Fair enough. I got started when I was really like really little, like like two three four around there i remember uh my dad always had a huge ass cd collection and like for whatever reason the ones that i fixated on were the metallica cds <laughs> like there's like videos of me like like rocking out to metallica like, four <laughs> years like, my parents literally bought me like a like a shitty acoustic guitar toy to like do like concerts <laughs> we were like better than air guitar right, right, right. It was, so, yeah. and then I was always super obsessed with like, I got super into Metallica. I had like the Metallica action figures and everything. Oh wow! Like it That's was so sick. Yeah, it was, it was the master of puppets. Yeah, one. yeah. No, I had like one of my this. favorite internet memes is the one where it's like a lot of people don't know this, but Metallica opened Jesus's birth, and it's like the Metallica <laughs> oh, yeah. figures I've at the nativity that. scene. <laughs> yeah, I literally have. I think those. I <laughs> But yeah, I just went from there, but I was always, like, my favorite one was, uh, I don't know, I was, like, for whatever reason, I got really into, like, Lars and his playing and stuff, because it sounded big and boomy, and my five-year-old brain liked that. <laughs> so, like, it was that, and, like, Eric Clapton, whatever my dad had, like, White Zombie and all that dumb shit. Um, yeah, and then I eventually picked up drums, and then, uh, it's like, what, fifth grade or something like that? And I remember in sixth grade, there was this program that uh that uh the people i take drum lessons from called rock band workshop where they got a bunch of kids around my age like together and they like made a band or whatnot mm-hmm. so i joined that and then we actually like made a band we were called uh, broken ice and we did nothing but covers like dave matthews and like red hot chili peppers and all that Sick. and then we played that was like that band lasted for like four years and then that's, i've just that's been kind like, of like a little bit more complex music for a young like i was in like blink 182 cover right bands. like that's a little bit more like well i mean without like tooting my own horn i felt like all of us were like pretty like decent yeah, yeah, yeah. so like it like interesting it was that sounds like a school of rock moment like that's yeah, yeah. exactly what i thought of. pretty much that, yeah. yeah you remember when like a, there was that like chunk of time when people were capitalizing off of the success of that movie and starting the like yeah. school of rock well, that's programs. pretty much what that was yeah, yeah right yeah. <laughs> it was actually kind of sick it was, i it was it was just fun because like my like being in sixth grade i was like i'm in a band you yeah know, right, we're exactly, playing yeah. shows right you yeah, know? yeah, yeah. It's like like uh, like little like family restaurants and stuff would mm-hmm. take Aww, us to like play sick, for like dude. yeah no so it was I made more money in that band I'd have in any other band. <laughs> <laughs> which is like I can't decide whether that's a good or bad thing, just, a little bit of both yeah, I think yeah. right but then ever since then I've been in different bands and you know just all throughout high school and now here you know mm-hmm. so we're here that's really cool though. <laughs> 
I'm major band nerd, so. Oh, there you yep. go. What'd you play? Yeah, I played clarinet. Nice. And then um, I was color guard. Oh, so oh, there you yeah, go. Yeah. So, my so chick like coordination and shit. Yeah. 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 My chick, uh, she was she did color guard, and she recently showed me a lot of like different uh, like routines and stuff, and I was like completely blown away by it. Yeah. Like it is unreal. Oh, it's wild. It is insane. It's super fun. It's super fun. I even tried to um, audition for Phantom Regiment, which is like the the pro version yeah, 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 yeah. you know right. and and i went and i'm like like i'm really good at color guard uh-huh. but they are on a whole different yeah, level yeah, yeah. i was just like <laughs> holy <"Holman."> shit <laughs> <laughs> like, i'm not gonna make this like yeah so um well you guys just released a new music video uh around the new year right mm-hmm. yep uh the imagery in that is very interesting and like like the different color choices, like with the red and white, mm-hmm. um, is very artistic, for lack of a better word. Uh, tell me a little bit more about what the video means to you guys and what you hope to portray. Like, you know, as a listener, we see like this beautiful piece of art. And um, like for you guys, was it just kind of like a weird band in a warehouse type of moment? Or like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um... So, like, the concept for that video, um, that came for, like, I had that concept before the song was ever even finished. And in a weird way, um, like, Lizards, to me, it was always, like, uh, without without sounding arrogant, like, I, I never wanted it to be just, like, a band. I, um, I've always been really into... Um, People like uh, like Tom DeLong from Link-182, you know, um, the idea of, like something being a multimedia like an art project mm-hmm. you know what i mean rather than just like we play songs we go to shows yeah exactly day. exactly yeah. yeah um you know and like you know someone like tom DeLong that goes off and like starts like an like a science academy you know what i mean like i don't know that we'll ever do anything ridiculous like that but um but people that just take their art and expand on it in every way i feel like there's a lot of cool bands doing doing stuff like that right now but um but so in a weird way like that song got finished with the idea of this music video in mind and um for me a big part of that video and and why we released it on new year's eve was like um sort of closing um the door on a lot of um personal you know uh ghosts and and traumas and and just bouts of pain and stuff like that and um so you know that's what that that board that we had that we were writing on you know they were a friend of mine's mother had passed away and um we were at her funeral and they did this thing where they they wrote letters to heaven and i thought that was a really I mean, it was obviously really emotional, her children, like, getting up there and talking about this stuff. And mm-hmm. I kind of took the idea of that where, like, you know, these were, like, our letters to these, like, things that we were letting go of. Like the experiences. Exactly, okay. yeah. You know, and it's very vague. And, you know, people, I, I get, I've been asked a few times about things that I'd written on that. And it's, you know, it's a very personal, almost private at times, you know, mm-hmm. depending on what they're asking about. But, um you know, we just put on some, we put on some music over like the PA we used to record and we just like took turns. Um, and, you know, and it was something at first I thought was going to be a little uncomfortable for the four of us to kind of like really 
make it look like a st- like make it feel like a stage type well, of thing. Well, not that. I mean, like when we were writing on that board, it was like you know you were really like exposing yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you were really putting yourself out there. And I remember taking a step back after I like pushed play on the music we were listening to, and I like took a step back and I said something like, "All right, well, who wants to go first? And there was kind of this like couple seconds of like hesitation Mm -hmm. and then um adam walked up and i remember he started it and he wrote i never should have met you and like that really hit me hard and that was like what opened the gate you know what i mean and it was just going up and just like letting everything out it was very very therapeutic for me i think it was therapeutic for everybody no absolutely Um, but yeah, there's a lot of imagery in that video though that just represents that. I mean, obviously the people in the sheets, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's just it's a video about like sort of um, the idea that sometimes like the only closure that you'll get is that there is no closure, and um, sort of handling those things on your own and trying to like strip yourself of all that, mm-hmm. um, and that's why we put it, you know, on new year's eve of the last day of the decade you know it was kind of like relieving all this shit behind starting you know? a new exactly yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. as kind of like corny as that sounds it was it just it was definitely like a it was something that louisiana lot lizards had to do to like jump into this next year with like a fresh you know we had some member changes and there's sort of been this like revolving door with members at times but like you know we got things locked down and um it just felt like it had to be done that way in order to like jump into what was next with like a a clean clean slate, clean slate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah so well there's also some imagery in your merch as mm. well which is incredible i have to get some um, <laughs> thank you i have to remember to get some <laughs> um did you guys hire an artist or did you know what you wanted or um so the person that does like 95 percent of our um artwork whether it was um like our ep's artwork or like our merch designs um is our friend Caden seymour um they like they've done a bunch of stuff for previous bands of mine um and like i kind of just word vomit to them like so this is kind of what I'm thinking mm-hmm. and they like just take it and they're, they're extremely versatile artists, which I think is sick um, because I feel like a lot of our stuff can kind of be all over the place sometimes. Um, and they're really good at like rolling with the punches and kind of like taking my word vomit, my mm-hmm. long winded messages on, on Facebook and stuff and actually like turning it into something. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, we've we've worked with a couple of other artists before too. Um, we have a shirt on the table right now that's like some live shots from our friend Kirsten, which you guys know Kirsten, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then uh, there's another artist um, named Desiree from Fort Wayne that uh, she did a. Well, it wasn't even anything she did for us. It was something that she had done you know for her yeah yeah yeah. and i saw she had like prints for sale and i was like yo have you ever like let bands like use your stuff and she's like no and i was like would you want to because that's (laughs) sick and then she like literally just like photoshopped our name on it and we put it on that's the girl with like the ball gag Uh, the red long sleeve yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. which um i just thought like that (laughs) image in particular was like just like really disturbing Mm -hmm. and uh 
I don't know, it spoke to me at the time, and I thought I'd make a cool shirt. But, um, yeah, our, our merch is something that I take a lot of pride in, and we try to, like, print on nice stuff. And I remember, you know, there's there's been shows I'll go to, and I'll be really hyped on a band, and I get the shirt, and then I wash it once, and it's fucking it's ruined. Done. yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But then, you know, there's bands that, that really care about their merch, and they care about... Um, who's buying you know the the, the person buying their stuff yeah. they care about that person and you know it's just important to me well to like and put... like i don't know about anybody i'm sure everybody actually mm. you know buys merch and then goes to the next show and was wearing the merch that yeah, they bought yeah, yeah. From the last one exactly, so it's just yeah. like you're it's representing one big, that band right yeah, yeah exactly yeah one big networking mm-hmm. for them and, yeah yeah i think that a lot of times people really take um like people that buy their merch and like you said like i mean you are you're like representing the band for the band mm-hmm. um and i think people sometimes take that for granted and they don't think about that when they're printing merch and mm-hmm. um it's just been it's just been something that i've been really conscious of i mean we like right now we're like printing uh most of our shirts on like champion brand stuff just i know it's quality durable stuff yeah uh, sporting events and things yeah yeah yeah. so you know and the guy that prints our stuff him and his wife um they're out of goshen uh they're called cheapy squeegee uh shane rudd is his name and his wife janae they're incredible people but they're like you know shane was telling me that like this was like the first year where they had like no side hustles nothing they like made it through a year printing t-shirts for bands wow. and i was like really, awesome. yeah i was yeah. just really hyped to be a part of that That's you know cool. and uh they take really good care of us um yeah they're they're wonderful people i can't recommend them enough to other bands where did the uh the logo come from uh that was our friend caden as okay. well um oh they made that yeah i um I legitimately don't even really remember the conversation, but I still have like the email where they sent me like five different designs and like, I'll never ever forget the moment where I opened that the one up and I was just like, that's it. Like, holy shit. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's just that to me, like, like I, as a kid, like I grew up skateboarding, you know, and like um, a lot of companies, you know, they have their, like specific logo you know Mm -hmm. what i mean and it's something that like um yeah henry rollins was talking about like black flag how they have like the bars you know what i mean how Mm -hmm. like don't use our band name use the logo Mm -hmm. like burn that into people's heads i think his exact quote was i want people to be able to see it in the dark you know what i mean like that idea of it just being so burnt in your head and you know that's what we tell promoters all the time is like don't don't put our name on the flyer just put with the elf mm-hmm. you know what i mean and it's like it's just meant to be this uh like siren almost you know it's meant to like grab people's attention and um this insignia of something bigger than just like a band mm-hmm. you know what i mean so but yeah kaden j- just came up with that and it just knocked me on my ass as soon as i opened it because i just thought it was perfect for what we were trying to do <clears throat> when you know you know yeah exactly Mm -hmm. yeah that's exactly how it felt too it was just like you know it was tight because they had sent me like five other little logos and i was like no that's like fuck these other ones like that's the one (laughs) i do i do graphic design and i recently made a logo for someone and i had all of these things and like the first one that i sent her it was just like 
three of them mm -hmm. and they were super simple and it was just like oh, i really like this one and then i like bombarded her with all of the others she's like no it's this one <laughs> like, i don't even need that's to like see the curse it. of like, being a graphic designer oh though. yes like 100%. having to give options yeah. i dated a girl for a long time that uh did some graphic design work and i remember her like pages of just like you know 50 different like yeah. and she's like showing me and i'm like uh, i don't know yeah. like there's so many yeah. like <laughs> how do you choose yeah, yeah. but yeah. Uh, i mean it's people like that though that keep us you know printing yeah. shirts and because i can't do that shit yeah. i i have no talent for that whatsoever <laughs> yeah i just hit drum with stick yeah. <laughs> <laughs> your uh your hats are hand stitched aren't they yeah yeah the my girlfriend um yeah yeah so like our homie john fett um in fort wayne he does the patches for us he like just gets these giant chunks of fabric and does like hundreds of patches for us at a time and then, yeah, my chick, like, I'll, like, sit on the couch and play video games, and she'll sit next to me and, like, just stitch these hats up. And Wow. Yeah, she uh, she's put a lot of time into that stuff, and we're really thankful for that because I don't know how to sew. Yeah. I've sewn, like, Let's get referred to what I just said. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, like, blows my mind, like, the amount of, like, the amount of detail and, like, yeah. attention to the merch alone. Mm -hmm. Like, it, it speaks a lot to uh, being a fan and like appreciating that because mm -hmm. you know you're gonna be wearing it you don't want it to fall apart yeah, yeah a month or so like as you said wash it wash a shirt avid one time. hat wearer yeah, yeah as an avid hat wearer <laughs> I, I appreciate seeing quality hats on yeah for sure for sure yeah. well i yeah. mean even as like because i i've listened to the band for like a while before i joined right mm -hmm. and I, i've been a fan before that and i remember even like when i first joined or whatever like i was like i, I, I specifically remember you had like this like awesome like the the merch display like the way it was laid out was like perfect and there's all this stuff i didn't even know we had you had fucking <laughs> incense just burning on the table because oh, yeah. why and i'm just like all right yeah. all right we're here i've made it yeah. <laughs> like, legit yeah i mean presentation you know i want right. to oh, yeah. i look i want to be the band that i would want to go see you know right. what i mean like yeah. and that's just you know, going well, to shows and you and probably stuff. made like a marketing move you didn't even know, but like when they smell that specific incense, like that's science, like they'll remember the oh, moment. It's a big I, brain. The incense, <laughs> literally, okay, like I'm not trying to be a dick and I won't call out the venue or anything. The incense thing started because we played this venue that like our merch table was set up by the bathroom oh. and oh. I was burning incense that's to um, cover up the smell of the restroom uh, and then it kind of turned into like um we had incense in one of our music videos and it was just like um we had this like altar and there was like a deer skull and shit and um our price sheet was like a drawing of that mm -hmm. altar um and it had the incense on it like there was smoke in the background and stuff so i thought just to like kind of tie it all together it was just like a on an altar of merch you know? <laughs> altar of if, if we had room for a giant deer skull right in the middle too, right. I'd, I'd have that there too but um yeah i didn't i didn't yeah i didn't really think of that but yeah maybe yeah. some people will remember uh the patchouli smell or whatever <laughs> <laughs> whatever you had yeah. <laughs> wild cherry probably worked <laughs> so what's with the um in threes thing i know like i follow you guys on instagram and you always post in threes it's like legitimately i don't want to call it ocd because i've never been like diagnosed 
part of it is because like like on instagram like posting in threes like that um you have three times the amount of like getting on someone's feed Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and it's funny because you can always see that like one of them out of the three will have significantly less likes than the other two that's interesting yeah so like that's just like ripping off instagram and they're they probably just heard my tactic (laughs) (laughs) um, or you're like me and you scroll through like right before you release the music video and i'm like did i just see this (laughs) (laughs) i guess i'll like it again like, I was like, it didn't refresh. I don't think <laughs> that that's that's part of it. But yeah, no, I, I, uh, I maybe it sounds silly, but like it really is like just an aesthetic thing. I like when people go to our Instagram that it's these like, you know, because um, I try to make like I don't want to overpost, you know, and so I try to make our posts very like, uh, um, eventful. Yeah, you know, like, like meaningful exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, there, you know, there's always going to be some silly ones. There's always going to be those like, hey, we're playing Fort Wayne tonight. You know what I mean? Like yeah. for the 50th time, you know right. what I mean? Like those are always going to happen. But um, we're like pop up shows. You're like, oh, well, I guess we're doing. This right. Show. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, the, the thing with the threes is just. uh Every everything is symbolic in a way. Yeah. So we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> I, I wondered if it was like your idea of like you, like the rabbit foot, like luck in numbers and stuff like that, but I, yeah. It looks cool. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I looked at it, I'm like, there's, it's a lot. Yeah, it looks, it looks clean. Right. Yeah. yeah. Who is your all time favorite band you've played with, and who would be your ultimate goal lineup? Um, favorite band you might have to go first Maddie uh, specifically Lizards or any band specifically Lizards specifically Lizards um, oh geez um, favorite <laughs> no band we've played with oh I got mine here you go with them. Zaff hey there you go yeah fucking Zaff or uh, our friends in Lokella from uh, from Grand Rapids but Zaff, I dude, I remember the it was their first fucking show, Whoops. and they just knocked me on my ass. <laughs> I could not believe. Like I've known their guitar player for like almost ten years, and we like loosely kept in touch and stuff. But I had no idea what to expect, and then they just like it was that ignition, and they just hit the stage, and it just leveled me. It was fucking unreal. But as far as like a dream lineup. Like, I'm assuming Lizards is on the bill, too? Yeah. Okay. Um, it would be Lizards opening up for... It'd have to be, like... Fuck. It'd be, like... So I'll take the words out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you always thinking, like, Converge. <laughs> it'd be Converge every time I die. <laughs> the three of us opening for the Chariots reunion tour. <laughs> uh, the Chariot comes back from the Yeah, day. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, like, after we play, Lizards run, because we do that two-show shit all the time. Yeah. We run across the street, and we open up for Dixie Chicks. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Uh, we do we do a hell yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see, my favorite band that I, I'm trying to think of who the fuck Lizard has played with. Uh, honestly, the one I'm wearing right now, fucking uh, Armed for Apocalypse out of California. That was a you didn't see that one because you dipped. It was at State Street. 
Oh, word. Yeah. yeah. So basically, yeah. long story short, we played like a garbage show, right? <laughs> Everyone dips except for me because I've been talking to the bassist of Armed for Apocalypse all night. And he's a cool guy and I want to see and they have cool looking merch. They just knocked me on my ass, especially <laughs> after that pitiful set. Like, So it was trash and then they came. Oh, they came on and they just fucking they were one of the fucking just absolute ass beaters the entire time like Mm. super sludgy but also super hardcore and like the vocals were insane i don't know it just like came out of nowhere for me yeah yeah. like well it was probably like a breath of fresh air too because like i that was legitimately like the worst set of music i had ever played in my life so i wish i could say it was the worst (laughs) i have played worse everything went wrong that night literally it was was so bad like it's funny like literally like my friend uh ethan hits me up on facebook like this band at state street's looking for uh, shows for lizards and i'm like i don't think lizards is ever gonna just 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 bad juju like it's not it was a bad time yeah no but that band absolutely knocks me on my ass armed for apocalypse Go uh, go bump that shit. It's good. What's your goal lineup? Oh god, that's right. That's a question. Uh, I mean, honestly, straight up, like I'd also say converge. Um, see, if you would have asked me this like two or three years ago, I would have said Norma Jean. Like not necessarily in their current state, but like if I could have like opened for Norma Jean like in older eras, like Wrongdoers or like Redeemer yeah. or something like that, because that was like really what inspired me to start like getting into this type of music so it'd be kind of like a full circle type thing and then as far as a curveball uh it'd be cool as hell to play with a band like frontier <laughs> i thought like, i was gonna say mashuga for you oh yeah mashuga yeah. too yeah there's so many i'm a genty boy <laughs> just, I'm, I'm a genty boy matt is into way more music than i am like some of the him and our new bass player like some of the shit that they talk about I just like ping pong between the two Ugh. of them. Like, I hope I'm retaining any of this information because <laughs> it is dead. it is overwhelming. Have to send it to <laughs> it's me. good. It's good. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, we have like a shared playlist on Spotify um, that I haven't contributed anything to yet, but it's been nice, like sponging up each other's right um, tastes. Right, because like I feel like all of us come from like we're. That's the thing about lizards that I really like is that. All, like all of our tastes come together from completely different angles, but like with the same goal. So like you end up, it's like we end up having this mishmash of all these different um, similar but very different influences mm. at the same time. So it's cool to learn where everyone comes from. Yeah, we we definitely have like a core like four or five bands that we all like love unconditionally right but then yeah where it goes from there like our guitar player adam he's been on this like hip-hop kick and like hip-hop and rap kick for like a year now and like the way that that plays into his like playing now Mm -hmm. is really phenomenal and you know i'm like i find myself straying more and more away from heavy music like i love it and i'll always love it but like i listen to like a lot of country music with my chick and you know uh, i like i've never really considered myself like a guitar player or a drummer or like i'm just like a songwriter you know mm-hmm. what i mean so like i think about the whole enchilada when mm-hmm. i write um and you know that's why i like a lot of like country music and stuff like that because it's very mm-hmm. simple but it like mm-hmm. it has to be impactful with right. not a lot of bells and whistles well and to like piggyback off of that um 
I noticed that like a lot of your songs and stuff like that are very poetic. Like, um, well, and even your name, which is funny. I don't even know if you realize if you do realize, and that's really cool. But like with the with the Instagram posting in threes, like Louisiana lot lizards, like you have a poetic thing going on here. So, <laughs> but like the actual like song um, titles mm-hmm. are very poetic and just like from just looking and not even listening, just looking like I want to know what it's about mm. because I know it's going to be this this piece versus just another song. Yeah. Which is what I think yeah. you're trying to like kind of get off. Yeah, for sure. Um, I will be dead someday, and that is something that I'm very comfortable um, admitting. And I think that um, in order to have you know, whatever, whatever comes after all this, you know, in order to be content, at least like kind of content with what I've done with my time, I feel like there needs to be hooks in what I've done, uh, in order to grab other people and hopefully kind of help them, um, in the way that other art and life experiences have hooked me in order to help me get through it like leaving a leaving a legacy yeah yeah sort of i mean just you know leaving something that somebody could maybe take something from you know i hear that yeah yeah what are you guys binge listening to tyler chillers what the fuck have i been binge listening to you can get your phone out because like yeah no i'd have to check (laughs) Uh, let's see, recently I was on like a, like a super sugary, like bubblegum pop kick. Mm. Like, uh, it's no secret to anyone that knows me that like, I am a Carly Rae Jepsen stan. Yeah. So like, <laughs> I, uh, beginning to a lot of that. I recently got back on the hip hop kick, mm. like, um, like listening to all those, well, because, uh, fucking, uh, Denzel Curry dropped a new EP the other day, so oh, I'm bumping that. Yeah, Ooh. but it's like it's like '90s boom bap gritty like New York type shit. Jeez. So like they got me back That's into fun. that. Yeah. Like my favorite rapper of all time is like Most Def, so I've been bumping a lot of Most Def mm. recently and stuff like that. Like just all over the place. Not as much heavy stuff recently as normal. Chelsea yeah. Wolf, that like. I don't even remember when the hell her record came out last year, but it was definitely my album of the year, and I still like at least once or twice a day flip through that thing. Um, It's funny to hear all the different ones because, like, from doing the show, like, this is one of the questions I always ask. And, like, a lot of times the most hardcore metal people are, like, not listening to metal. (laughs) It's, like, interesting. For me, a big part of it is right now because we're writing. Yeah. um, And... I think that it's always kind of been um, not really a motto or a mission statement, but like I don't want to end up being like one of those bands that just gets thrown into a pile. <clears throat> like, you know, oh yeah, these like these hardcore bands of this subgenre are doing this thing mm-hmm. and I don't want to just like, we, we try to like buck current trends and <clears throat> like... <clears throat> um, I don't listen to a lot of new heavy music because I don't want to accidentally or intentionally end up like jumping on a sonic bandwagon. You know That's what I mean? And, um, 
you know, that like I, I, you know, like I was saying earlier with him and Nelly, like they're so well versed on heavy music and like the shit that they talk about, just like sometimes it just sounds made up. Like these bands don't actually <laughs> exist. I mean, the shit that you guys were talking about today at lunch, I was just like, Oh, yeah, dude, like, like the modern resurgence of death. Yeah, it like, was my thesis. Uh, I'm Goodness. like, Yeah, it's like I approach it from a completely different angle, like where I'm just like, I'm trying to listen to as many different types of heavy music right. as I can so I can dissect because I really love it's funny, you kind of take it as like a songwriter thing. Mm-hmm. I love dissecting music and mm-hmm. figuring out what parts I like and what parts I don't yeah. and breaking it down. You kind of like it's almost like a formula where you find these different things that um, like instigate emotional right response. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, this gets PP hard. Yeah. You're always like, this makes me want to light fireworks off. In- <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so this is fireworks and door music. Yeah. No music yeah. I like. It's just, yeah. yeah. So See, I'm always trying to research pretty much. Yeah. I'm a huge fucking nerd. See writing for me, like, it's always been, um, I mean, without sounding like a fucking weirdo, like it's always been a it, like very like spiritual thing for me, and um, you know I don't really talk about like any sort of like, I guess like religious um, beliefs or spiritual beliefs very often, but like music is very. Um, like when I write, I try to almost act as like a conduit and just let whatever, you know, it's very emotional and, and everything I write is based on emotion rather than, you know, it's just funny because I'm in a band with, you know, I mean, I don't, I don't know Nelly super well and we've just recently started writing with them, but I know him and Adam are both very technically proficient. You know, they're very, um, there's there's almost like an equation in their brain and they're they're like machines at times it's which, insane <laughs> like the music theory type of i i wouldn't go as far as to say that you guys really delve too much into like music theory necessarily but you're just very like at times very robotic like i want this sound at this time right this exactly slide yeah, yeah, up yeah. that instead mm. of hitting that like hit and i think that's part. that's why my sort of like emotional like at times very like cluster chaotic um emotionally driven writing when you factor in that technicality at the same time it kind of creates this really ugly storm right and um you know it's kind of like the 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 war between the left and the right brains yeah exactly yeah definitely like creative as hell but i cannot go technical and like i just get yeah yeah. it's a whole different world i mean like a perfect example the other day um i wrote i was standing in the like in our practice space which is like connected to our living room um and i i can't fucking count music like i i just can't i if it if it's a four count it's one two three four i can usually figure that out but anything else like i i I have a hard time with and that's why like writing with adam is awesome because he's you know he was in band and he was you know he is a little more trained and i asked him i was like yo like this i don't think this is in four four and he's like no it's it's five four and then five four and then five four again and then seven four and then repeat and i'm like 
Oh. <laughs> yeah, I can't like, even do that. Yeah. Just... Well, bullshit, because the other day at practice, he's like, what if I played this beat to it? And the part that I wrote, I can no longer play because these machines <laughs> have calculated. I'm like, <gasps> he's like, no, you're speeding up and it's making me speed up. And I'm like, I'm speeding up because I thought you were speeding up. Like, <laughs> and, you know, and, you know, then. Ooh. I, then I have homework to do on a riff that I fucking wrote. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, not it's just funny. You bring like the concept, yeah, and then Adam and me and well now Nelly. Mm-hmm. I, I like that Nelly's getting more active in the process. For he gets sure, more yeah. comfortable. For a while, it was Adam and I <coughs> are like editors almost. Yeah, like you bring exactly, us yeah. the rough draft and we just edit that shit mm-hmm. down and we sit there and like yeah, it's like, cool though because dissect get, everything right yeah, exactly because yeah. that's how Adam and I work. Mm-hmm. But then you're very much like. I want, I want this. I'm just like constantly throwing balls and you guys are just knocking them out of the park. <laughs> <laughs> but it's cool. You know, like, I mean, when we get together and we, you know, the writing process for this is because like volume one, like our first EP, like that was 95% me. Like I wrote everything on that. <laughs> by myself you know what i mean and like the drummer that was in the band at the time like lizard started off as a two-piece there's just two of us in the band and um you know so that stuff was just uh was just me um and the way that i wrote i would write vocals like lyrics first find the vocal cadence write drums to the vocal cadence and then figure out a guitar like it was almost like ass backwards yeah from how it is now yeah um, you know, whereas now, like I typically bring an idea, most of the time it's me, sometimes it'll be Adam. Um, but like I bring the idea and we just sit in a circle and we just spend hours just like hammering it out. And we're very good at like, like not throwing any ideas away right off the bat. It's like, well, let's try it, you know? And if, and if we hate it, we'll never play it again. But some of those let's try it parts have turned into like like that whole thing with the on goddamn zilla like the the tremolo pick section i thought that was going to be the stupidest thing ever and it just worked when you yeah. do like the snare hits and then, oh yeah no that shit was gonna be yeah. so <laughs> well it's like yeah there's so many times we've like started a riff and be like that shit uh does not work and yeah. then we'll put it away for like a month and then bring it back like, out and it's like wait it could fit yeah. right here yeah exactly yeah yeah it's, gut- it's a process of gutting songs continually until you've just hodgepodge some kind of <laughs> gross collage in the middle you're just like this is mine I'm, yeah it's still dripping with glue it's like not, and you're just like i made this <laughs> did i win the fair <laughs> i brought it before <laughs> Be um, careful, my dad will pop his head. I'll be like, y'all talking about 4 <laughs> <laughs> I used to raise cattle. <laughs> where, did, um, where did the name come from? Uh, when I was in high school, I worked at a truck stop on the toll road. And um, the idea of um, Louisiana, I obviously know what a lot of lizard is. Do you know what a lot lizard is? A lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, <laughs> here we go. A lot lizard is like a uh, like a truck stop term for a sex worker. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Um, so like, I was 15 when I got a job out. 15 or 16 when I got my job out there, and um, I always talk about how like getting that job out there was like 
I don't know. There, there might've been like two or three other kids in my school that worked out at these McDonald's on the, on the toll road. But like, it was truly one of the most like, here's how gnarly and ugly the world can actually be 15 year old that doesn't have his driver's license yet. Like, you know, I mean, seeing people out there on drugs or selling drugs or doing drugs and, um, fights and like car accidents that happen out on the toll road and, um, just, all, I mean, I, I could sit here and talk your ear off about some of the just fucking ridiculous shit that I, like my 15 year old eyes saw out there that, um, at the time it was definitely like, holy shit. But now like, as I've gotten older, it's definitely something that I'm really thankful for because like, I really did kind of learn what a gnarly place the world is, you know, at, at kind of a young age. Um, but so the term lot lizard um inside of all that kind of like everyday kind of being very chaotic and seeing these bizarre things um i started to kind of romanticize it and in my head it was just this like this idea of me being stuck behind the counter at this mcdonald's sort of being this like anchor point and watching these people come and go you know up and down the up and down the toll road every day and you know there was it wasn't like out there we really had like regulars or anything like that so like every day it was like brand new people you know what i mean and um it was just something that that i in my head it was like you know these every single person coming through here has like a story and i i obviously in the time that it takes me to sell them a fucking mcdouble you know like i'm not going to know anything about this person but they're still like a, a person you know mm. what i mean and um the uh the idea of like the sex workers you know like the way that they would you know show up in fremont indiana on a tuesday you know what i mean and and go work you know what i mean and then potentially just get in a semi or get in a vehicle with essentially a, well not essentially a, a stranger and just hope that it works out mm -hmm. and hope that they can get to the next place. And that idea of like waking up every day and just kind of doing what you have to do to get through the day was something that like, like I said, I kind of romanticized it and I really made it um, like it stuck with me, you know, this, this idea of like every day jumping into the unknown and the dangers of the road and the dangers of strangers and the ugliness that you could find yourself in. Um, and the Louisiana part of it was just uh, like, which is kind of funny because the toll road runs east and west, so it doesn't really make sense. But um, <laughs> Louisiana being like on the opposite end of the country, you know, it's just okay. like the, the idea of like distance, yeah. you know what I mean? And and these roads and traveling and um, yeah, I mean, it's it's really just like an, um, an appreciation. The name is just like an appreciation for people that are waking up every day and jumping into the unknown, even if it's scary and even if it's gnarly, um, just to like keep, survive. Yeah, just to survive, just, just staying, to keep going, yeah. you know. And I, you know, at the same time, you know, you see all that gnarly shit, but something that always stands out to me about working like second shift out there is like every night I'd watch the sunset, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And it was like this you know hour of like beautiful 
you know, sometimes blinding because, like, the windows mm-hmm. were just right there. But, you know, it's it was a really special time in my life. And uh, <clears throat> it really shaped me as a young kid. And uh, I think making the name that sort of immortalized that thought of, like, just keep going. You know, just keep surviving. Just keep doing what you have to do. So, did you have to fight for that name? Because like, I didn't know what it was, but yeah. like I'm sure other people did. Um, I've had a few people, um, you know, come at me saying that it's like a, a like a derogatory term right. or that it's, but I, it's just not meant to be like that. You know, to me, it's like a celebration <clears throat> of. <clears throat> the incredible things that people do to to keep going Mm -hmm. you know and um you know the thing about that band name is that like so i wrote like the very first louisiana lot lizard song got written in 2012 and it didn't get recorded until 2018 um you know and i had that band name like it was just this thing that i just i knew that it was something important you know and i just i played in a bunch of other bands and did a bunch of other shit but like um i knew that like when the time was right that would be my mine you mm-hmm. know what i mean um so yeah i mean over the years people have kind of laughed at it and stuff and anytime that i would like put up demos on the internet or anything people what the fuck you that's that's a weird band name but uh i i i think that it's a beautiful thing so. yeah it's super poetic which i have mad <coughs> mad respect for yeah yeah so. <clears throat> Thank you. Um, you guys talked a little bit about who influences you with your music, but who do you think is like a main point for the lizards themselves? I mean, not like without sounding cheesy, like it's the dudes in my band. Um, I mean, I Matt is playing in 80 other bands, is, you know, student teaching, finishing college, and going into a field with his teaching that I I really admire and I think is a really wonderful thing um and then I you know I take I look at somebody like Adam that was kind of the opposite of that Adam dropped out of college to play music um because he wasn't happy in college um you know Adam recently came out um as gay and watching him blossom into like you know at 23 years old like, who like he really is. exactly yeah. yeah you know i mean not much changed for me because i mean I, him and i live together like you know everyone jokes that he's my son but like you know i'm we're together all the time so nothing really changed in that department but seeing how he interacts with the world around him now as he's like growing into this person that he has kind of not been able to be that to me is just like incredible. Mm-hmm. And then there's Nelly. I don't know anything about that guy, but <laughs> he's cool. <laughs> yeah, he likes wrist razors. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, but it, it definitely like, um, that to me has been something that I've really been thinking about a lot lately. Um, but it's definitely like relationships for me. Um, you know, my chick is an incredible woman that just, um, life kind of dealt her a, a shit hand and watching the way that she has weaved 
you know, and um, gotten through a lot of the obstacles in her life has been super inspirational. Um, yeah, it, it's the people in my life that, you know, I mean, it's cool when I hear fucking every time I die, I hear a sick breakdown. That's dope. And I love that. And that makes me want to go play guitar. But mm-hmm. at the same time, like, you know, writing a lot lately has been mostly right. the people in my life. So, Well, that's where I'm at. It's like a mixture of like the people that keep me going and just like the general visceral experience of music as a whole, especially this kind of music. Like, I feel like at least for me, um, cause like my entire life has been like dealing with like anxious thoughts constantly. And I feel like hardcore and that kind of shit represents how I feel on the inside all the time and is a really good like outlet. So like if I'm at the end of a shit week, like again, cause I am like student teaching on top of like doing stuff. So like I'm constantly just fucking tired, <laughs> but like, uh, tired and stressed. Yeah. <laughs> But, like, being able to get on stage and, like, play with some of my best friends and, like, just play some dumb breakdowns that makes a kid punch someone else in the face. <laughs> like, I did that. Like, me going, ba 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 and then a yeah. breakdown happens. I'm like, that's, like, like, again, like, as you kind of said it earlier, and I thought I couldn't agree more, it's like, we're almost, like, conduits for this bigger idea. And, like, whenever I play on stage or write a song that we really like or, like, record something that someone's going to listen to, it's this bigger idea that everyone can take part in and kind of this just visceral human experience that, like, I am representing and, like, outputting, but it's not me, if that makes sense. Well, that's, like, to me, that's, like, the whole... uh that's like what the lot is it's this it's like something bigger Mm -hmm. that is for a community of people that like feel the same way we do um and you know nobody's story's the same you know and and everyone everyone brings their different shit but i mean that's how it for me that's how it feels is it like i mean last night in muncie watching those kids lose their fucking minds like there was a community in that room last night and it was made up of people that come from all sorts of different degrees of being fucked up mm-hmm. and um, I feel like you, you can't be well adjusted and be into hardcore <laughs> like you just really can't yeah, yeah. Like, something, something happened <laughs> yeah, something <laughs> fucked you up like, I don't know what it was but but in that room you know there's this like like I said, it's just community. And that's what the lot is to me is like this, this vessel for, for community and, and a shared outlet, um, for everyone to just kind of like take a deep breath for a second, mm-hmm. you know, and kind of shut off from whatever it is. That's the noise. of the Yeah, weekend. exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so what's next for you guys? Do you have any upcoming tours or? Um, so we're kind of doing this thing. I don't. Uh, I've talked to a couple other like musician friends that have kind of <clears throat> like actually toured and stuff. You know, we we typically can only do like weekend stuff um, until we can make a bigger leap, but um, we're doing this thing uh, this spring where we kind of like infiltrate a state for a weekend. So like we'll do, you know, the first one is Michigan. So, you know, we're in Kalamazoo, Grand Rapids, and then Detroit. And then we come home. 
you know, the weekend after that, we're in Illinois and we do Chicago, Bloomington, Peoria, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or whatever and come home. Um, so that's like what we're doing this spring. Um, and we're trying to kind of stay out of the local circuit for a little while. Um, last year with a lot of like weird member changes and, mm-hmm. um, we kind of got stuck <clears throat> doing the local band thing, which was awesome. You know, I mean, I feel like you have to do that. Um, and you know, we played Indianapolis a lot. We played Muncie a lot. We played Fort Wayne a lot. We played like South Bend five, seven, four area a lot. Mm-hmm. And it was sick. And like the relationships that we've made with the different scenes and, in, in those areas has been incredible but you know we want we want to break out of that that way when we come home and we come back to those things it's like an event you know what I mean so you know a lot of like dipping our toes into like uncharted territory this year um, we're also writing for our first full length um, which is proving to be the most emotionally draining and uh at times frustrating thing I've ever done in my life. But. Yeah, it's a real fucking doozy. <laughs> <laughs> um, Yikes. <laughs> yeah. It's uh you yeah. know, we're playing some new stuff live and the response to uh to that new stuff, we have a we have a new song called Goddamn Zilla that the response to has been incredible. I think it's like it's worth the grind. Yeah, yeah. But it is definitely a grind. That's the best part is like, you know, we spend weeks hammering out these songs and then like i mean there's there's one song where like i'm writing the lyrics for it right now and i'm i'm like upset with myself that i wrote it like i'm like this is fucking hard <laughs> like this is <laughs> this is some dumb yeah shit this right is here. like uh, like lyrically speaking this is these words are hard to sing this, this fucking so, guitar parts are what, hard to what do. gives me the right yeah like <laughs> i don't want to talk about this every night you know what i mean like this is god this sucks but at the same time when you get to you know when somebody relates to that or somebody's yeah. impacted by that it makes it all worth it and um you know, a big part of like, like I said earlier, like a big part of us trying to like buck current trends is like, I think a lot of bands aren't being very genuine right now. And I think a lot of bands are trying to like copy paste other bands. And a big part of Lizards for me is that it's like, if we can't all four look at this millisecond of music in this song and be like, yes, that resonates with me that there's a part of me existing in that, then it gets chopped, you know, even if it's a microsecond that feels phony, you know what I mean? And it's funny because sometimes you write something and you think it sounds really good. And then you hear it back later and you're like, Oh, that's bullshit. Like yeah. that's, that ain't me. And then like, you, what's even worse where I get really insecure is when I bring this thing to my bandmates that I'm not sure about. And then they like call me out on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, ah, that just, I don't know. And I'm like, like, yeah, I know. Oh, like, yeah, that's, right. that's, that's, the, that's the issue. Yeah, I should have never brought this yeah. here. <laughs> well, 
that's that's the issue. It's the, it's the curse of. Uh, at least I know it happens with me a lot, and I, I I'm sorry if I annoy you. I really no. Can. It's, it's but I just there's so many times I can even feel myself doing it. Well, you'll play a riff, and you'll be like, "This is a really sick riff," and I'll be like, "Botch wrote that on 97th yeah, yeah, yeah. album American Nervosa <laughs> track two. No, it's good. I it's mean, like, that's that's what's lovely about having you and Nelly as like my historians. Like we're the fucking encyclopedia. Yeah, for yeah. Better, for yeah. Worse. They just call me on my shit right there on the spot. It's so funny. it's good. Uh, but like, yeah, at the same time, there's that challenge of being like, okay, w- like I'm not going to, I'm going to try everything I can do not to waste somebody's time. You know, when they listen to my band, um, I don't want them to feel like, oh, well, I've already heard this, you know? I mean, granted. Like, oh, this sounds like this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, granted, you know, at the flip side of that, a guy told us last night that uh, the first, we made him feel how he felt the first time he heard Pig Destroyer last night. And I was like, I don't think we sound anything like Pig Destroyer, but I'm hyped that you feel that way because that's sick. I love Pig Destroyer. <laughs> like, right. You know, so there's that, like, there's that, like, I don't want to sound like the bands that I love, but I want to affect people the way that the bands I love affected me, right. you know? And I think that sometimes those those feelings can kind of come out a little, like, mm-hmm. interchangeable. Um, but, you know, it, it's, uh, yeah, it, it's trying to create something that's refreshing while creating something that can definitely like provoke and try to get uh, an emotional response out of people. So. And that's what it is at the end of the day. Yeah, so. absolutely. Yeah. Even if it is just like making you want to light off fireworks indoors. Yeah. Like, it's <laughs> some sort of response. Steel toed so what, what does that mean? Like, it's just some fucking it's dumb. A- think of the dumbest thing you could <laughs> oh, okay, do. Okay, it's okay. just like pure caveman rock brain. Like, <laughs> let's go get some fireworks, light them off in my dad's house, and see how he reacts. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> just, just losing all common sense. Yeah. And just, yeah. Well, guys, I'm so glad that you were able to join me. I'm. You kind of joined us. So yeah, we want to. We want to like, thank you for that. I'm very over appreciative here. of. Um, you know, you were one of the first bands that reached out to me first. Mm-hmm. So, um, mad love for you. Yeah, for sure. Um, how can listeners get in touch with you? Um, we are big Instagram users. Uh, just at Louisiana Law Lizards. That's like, I feel like the algorithm that is uh the future <laughs> yeah well kind of like it fucks bands the least you know what i mean yeah. mm-hmm. um but we're on twitter too just uh so instagram is at louisiana lot lizards um twitter is at <clears throat> lou lot lizards l-o-u lot lizards yep uh facebook um we're on all the streaming sites spotify uh apple music whatever else there is um, we're on Napster. We are on Napster. <laughs> uh, someone's like put our name on LimeWire, but it's actually just like not like it's like a really shitty rip of like Metallica's. Love <laughs> 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 you know, like, we're on um, only you would know that. <laughs> we're on a few like we're on a few leak sites. I've had friends like send me links like, hey, like 
just so you know, your your record's up here for fucking free. Whatever. I'm like, good. Steal it's it. Like, on a quarantine set. Yeah, just laugh. Please. Please. Listen to it. That. Just yeah. yeah I personally things. upload all their stuff to the Pirate Bay before it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Seed, seed, please. At the end of the day, we are just like a t-shirt company that plays music. So right. we're like, don't, don't worry about spending money. On buy that. our merch. Yeah, just yeah. buy the merch. <laughs> well, your merch is incredible. So um, that's fine with me. Thank it's uh i i drive a concrete truck uh for a living so like i spend most of my day just like in solitude like driving a concrete truck so that's what i do all day i'm just like what would be just the sickest t-shirt ever <laughs> just but, um, yeah, yeah yeah literally that's how yeah. uh, i mean like luckily my job is very flexible and i get to you know it's very it's very rare that my work interferes with lizards but um that's another cool perk about it is that i just get to sit and think all day which sometimes is a horrible thing for someone that's a little mentally unwell but uh other times it's cool and you come up with some at least uh, you get a cool shirt out (laughs) bone crushing depression (laughs) i thought of this shirt that has this cat with like laser (laughs) so you know who's the real winner here pulling over to like anxiously puke off real quick but hey yeah got this cool shirt idea All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for listening. Yeah. Have a wonderful day, and we'll meet you at the next barricade. Oh, I thought you were thanking me for listening. I was like, no, I love the show. Love the show. (laughs) Yeah, cool. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Rock on.